Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, God. indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And if you are watching us on YouTube, waving at you right now, Thank you so much for being a part of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, being a part of the the information that is not disinformation. I just I, I really enjoyed yesterday's show where we were talking about fake news. I, I I just think that it's very interesting to impart to people that this is something that's been around for a very, very long time. This is not an invention of CNN. And I think JC that's part of what we have a problem with in America today this mentality that that tyranny is somehow being invented by the Democrat Party when history itself teaches us so much about about tyranny about despotism about the uh, mechanisms of of those who want to steal our rights hey I got some really interesting news this morning oh yeah yeah so do you remember the show we did in April on Assange okay. about how um, the attack on Assange is actually an attack on freedom of press. Right. This is really going to chap some conservatives. Guess what? The ACLU finally agrees with us. <laughs> they caught up with us. So I found this in uh, the Reason Roundup. Dangerous precedent looms in espionage indictment against Julian Assange. An unprecedented attack on free speech and free and the free press is afoot, and the U.S. Department of Justice charges Julian Assange with espionage over leaked documents published on WikiLeaks. And the ACLU says this is the first time in history, our country, uh, in uh, of our country, that the government has brought criminal charges under the Espionage Act against a publisher for the publication of truthful information. And uh, I just I just want to let you know and to say thank you for being a Liberty First University uh, and a uh, Chris Ann Hall Show listener because you had, what is this now, June? Two months. You had a two-month preview of what the ACLU was going to tell you. Now, you know they're going to be people mad, J.C., because they're going to say, oh, well, that proves that Chris Ann was wrong because the ACLU said so. 
And if the ACLU says so, then, then you know, it, there must be something else to it, and Assange must actually be guilty. Yeah. Well, that's one of the purposes of the show, to try to fix people who can't think right. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> we that's why we're to, here. Yeah. We're why we're here. But, see, this is what I want you guys to know. We, we try to bring you this stuff before the media brings it to you in a way that's always constitutional, that's always factual. And we also want you to uh, have the stuff that the news will never bring you. Hey, I learned a new word. What? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude? Schaden- Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the second time we've encountered that this week. Is it really? Yeah, I Trevor, yeah, Trevor Loudon. Oh, that's where the, I heard it before. Yeah, Trevor Loudon used it when we saw him uh, earlier in the week. So it's when you take pleasure uh, uh, in someone else's suffering. Yes, taking pleasure in someone else's suffering. I should ask, I should ask our friend uh, um, uh, Bamba how to pronounce that properly. It's been since high school since I actually took German. So, Schadenfreude. I don't know why that's popping up. So this just a bizarre thing to me. We've encountered it before. I don't I understand why people use foreign language in the midst of their writings oh i know why to sound smarter yes something. that's exactly right it's the same way reason judges and lawyers uh write in latin phrases yeah it's weird like you could say uh some the the sentence says some have expressed a little schadenfreude to see assange blah 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 you you can't just say some have taken pleasure in assange's suffering right, right that that's what it means in English. Why can't you speak English? Well, because nobody knows what that Schadenfreude means, right. and anyway. You don't, and so you don't sound like a, you know, oh, I'm so smart. It's, I just, no, it's what, what it's we annoying call it a to me. I, I'm a linguist, and I speak several foreign languages, and I find that annoying. A meta message. A meta message. Oh, but you're also a rich guy too. Am I a rich guy? You're a rich guy. I, well, I, yeah, a, I rich a rich guy, guy that never knew what it was like to be hungry for a week. Oh yeah, that idiot, <laughs> that moron. That's I, so. That's I, a I thing. wasn't going to do that, JC, but I knew you wanted so badly no, to, that's, to issue a rebuttal. But, but you know, the root uh, we, we talked about. <laughs> we're talking about yesterday's show. You talk about clear thinking, right? Yeah. Some of, sometimes the problem with clear thinking is non-listening. Like usually, you have to go back to that with most folks. They can't. They don't come to the right conclusions because they can't. They don't listen. So when I said, like when I prefaced the entire statement with, Preface this doesn't apply to everybody, some, some people are poor for a reason, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So, dear stupid, yeah, we saw, your con- we saw your comments, you're a moron because you don't understand plain English. Did I say all people are poor because it's their own fault? No, I didn't say that. But you know what's amazing to me, JC? He has more money than he has IQ points, obviously. And and the, the people often I see this a lot. This is the attack that I get on social media. People make assumptions about us, right? Oh, um, I don't care. About uh, that. Well, I know, but people assume are always assuming things and making broad statements or making errant statements at all. I mean, I have. I've had this frequent uh, visitor on social media. He he gets me on um, on Twitter and he gets me on Facebook. Mm. And he he makes this complaint. Chris Ann, you spend way too much time talking about the federal government. You never talk about state power. You never talk about the solution of the states. You never give the 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 solution that the states are actually in control. Yeah. Uh, again, the listening thing. You yeah. listen too little, you talk too much. 
Well, and I think people... <laughs> I mean, because that's like the whole... Every meeting you go to traveling around the state 265 days a year, that's pretty much the topic. Well, I've written an entire <laughs> book on the thing. Sovereign Duty is all about the state rights, state powers. We have several DVD classes on it and stuff like that. So and we can, so I, I just, we I can just help wonder. your thinking. We can help your thinking, but you have to, you have to participate. Right. You, you play a role in it. Right. So listen, read, try to understand. Right. Some people look for, for like social media. That's why I don't like social media. Some people because pop in and pop out and media, make generalizations. Social media is just a platform for people to spew, you know, whatever. They're not there to listen or learn. So, so if you missed the show on Assange or you missed the show where JC was making derogatory comments about that poor people suck <laughs> and it's their own fault. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, I had to eat and cook my shoelaces and walk three miles uphill in the snow both ways. You don't know how it was, JC, because you were born rich and you came out of the womb with all those stacks of $100 bills. You're, you're an idiot, JC. I can't believe you believe all poor people are evil. I wonder what Miss Vivian would say what about a that. doofus. <laughs> so if you missed the show on Assange... Go to chrisannhall.com. It was published on, I mean, the, the date is up there. It was pa- published on April 13th, and you can get the real constitutional scoop on Assange. There's another issue coming around, JC. I, I wonder uh, how many judicial nerds we actually have out there because the Supreme Court is actually in session. So a lot of stuff is happening, and a lot of stuff uh, strangely enough, is not happening. We we talked. Um, what is today? Tuesday. We talked last week about the Cox Kettler case, right? Right. Well, the Supreme Court published yesterday that they have decided to not take the Cox Kettler case. Mm. And here's the thing: they flat out denied certiari. So it was not. It uh, there was no written. I don't know that Latin. Okay, word. so I will tell you. Uh, there was Are you no written messaging me. No, no, no. It's actually a legal term. <laughs> so I mean, if you go look it up, it's going to say certiari denied. So you have to know what that means. So what does that mean? It means that the court is not deciding on the merits of the case at all. They're just deciding not to take the case. So by not taking the case, they're not saying the lower court is right or wrong. They're just saying this is not for us to hear. But so then doesn't that mean it stands? Whatever lower court yes, said stands? It, it, right, exactly. So it's a cop-out, really. Yeah. It is truly a cop-out because they say, oh, well, we're not, we're not advocating the lower court's opinion, but you're not an overturning it either. So like you said, it stands. And so there's no written... Now, sometimes when the court denies certiari, the uh, justices will write opinions saying, this is why we denied, or this is why I don't agree with with the fact that we're denying. Mm-hmm. So um, Justice Breyer gives a really great denial in this list of cases that are a, a, a really great explanation as to why they denied... Or I'm sorry... Uh, of opposition to a denial of certiorari on another case, but on the Cox Kettler case, silence. Okay. Not even from Gorsuch. Now, see, I am shocked about that, JC. I'm totally shocked because I thought of all things this court would leap 
at the opportunity to put the states in their place overturning federal uh you know where the states overturning federal laws I, I thought that they would leap at the opportunity to establish the supremacy of the states and then Gorsuch would be left to be the lone guy because the um, because the liberals hate guns and Thomas loves the police state. So it would have been one of those eight to one things, right? I really expected that to happen, but it didn't happen. And now nothing so what we have now is a situation where a, a real case ripe for Supreme Court. I mean, of all the things, the Supreme Court should have actually been dealing with this case. We'll talk about it when we come back. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. While we're talking about the Kex Cox. Cox Kettler case, oh my goodness, um, which is about the Kansas Second Amendment Protection Act overturning federal gun laws within the borders of Kansas. I mean, I want to I want to remind you to go to chrisannhall.com, sign up for In Defense of Liberty, get your hand-to-hand self-defense, active shooter defense, handgun accuracy, precision, IRL shooting training, and guess what? Constitutional training as well at chrisannhall.com. Now, like I said, this is this is actually something that is ripe, right? Of all the cases that the Supreme Court gets involved in, that they shouldn't be involved in. I mean, cases with no Article Three jurisdiction where one citizen is suing their own state. We actually have a disagreement between a state and the federal government. A conflict between state and federal laws. And the Supreme Court says, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna handle this. We're not gonna handle this at all. And this is just, it's so frustrating to me, JC. It truly is because I know the proper role of the government. And the fact that they pick and choose these things indicates to me that it must be political. How do you, yeah, yeah. How do you, get, how do you get around the fact that this has to be political? Mm-hmm. And what, things, what, what comes to my mind, JC, is maybe I was wrong. Maybe the the court knew that they didn't have an eight to one. Maybe they knew that there was a chance, that there was a danger that they would have to find in favor of Kansas. Right. That they would actually, see, because here's the issue. There are several issues in this case, JC. There's the Commerce Clause issue. There's taxing spending issue. Then there's separate spheres of jurisdiction issue. 
because the Kansas law was crafted so specifically that said the federal government had no jurisdiction over gun issues where the guns are manufactured within Kansas, sold within Kansas, and sold to Kansas residents. They did that on purpose to make it a completely intrastate issue as to not to qualify to interstate issues to invoke any interpretation of federal power to invoke any interpretation of the ability to tax and spend it Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking maybe i was wrong mark it up chris ann said she was maybe wrong so they they didn't see a way that they could overrule the states they didn't which see, they would want to do which exactly they would have had to side with the state in this issue and with that with that oh my goodness can you imagine the 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 empowering feeling and and precedent that would set for the states no it overturn the apple cart it would totally overturn the apple cart and this is by the way okay so this is just dropped into my mind this is exactly why i teach the remedy to these this state check on federal power is not the courts because the courts will i always say the courts will always side with the federal government but apparently they'll just take no side at all which is taking the side of the federal government which is the taking the side of the federal government i mean they by but they by default they said I mean, you say that we don't advocate one way or another, but they, right. they by default by advocated default. It's ridiculous. the decision. Yeah. So here's the thing that has to happen now. Kansas, the people of Kansas, who are you? Because at this point in time, the Supreme Court has declared the people of Kansas to be living in a no constitution zone. The entire state of Kansas, the Constitution does not apply to you, and the federal government has unlimited power over you. So are you going to let your legislators sit back and declare you to be subjects of a federal oligarchy? Or are you going to not unite together? Because I, for years, JC, have we not always heard, well, when they come after our guns, then we'll know. Hello? They did. They did. Where are you? Why am I picking on Kansas? Because you took a stand. You laughed in the bully's face, and the bully bowed up at you. Now you have a choice to make. Do you bow back, or do you cower and say, Oh, I'm sorry, bully, you're right. You're right, I'm wrong. Because this is the real liberty stand that has to be taken. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. JC teaches a class called More Than Victims, America's Hidden Black Heritage. You can find it at chrisannhall.com. It is a life-changing, shackle-removing 
class that the whole country needs to learn how black patriots men and women there were free black people before the savior of of abraham lincoln came along (laughs) building america not on the backs of slavery but in defiance of slavery jc i think we need to make this class uh, a class like this geared towards the states you are more than victims you are more than subjects i'm just really upset about that But I wanted to show you another Supreme Court case. This is another reject from the Supreme Court. So here's what's happened. The Metropolitan Area Transit Authority in Washington, D.C., where original jurisdiction to federal courts actually exists, mind you, has a policy they instituted in response to Pam Geller, right? So the uh, Metro Area Transit Authority, uh, Washington, D.C. Metro Area Transit Authority has a program where you can purchase ads on the sides of the of the buses. And so Pam Geller tried to purchase her, an ad uh, uh, advertising um, her her mission to defeat Sharia law. Well, she was denied by Washington, D.C. And. Uh, they brought a case in 2015 uh, to, or well, they brought a case against the uh, the uh, Metro Area Transit Authority for violation of freedom of speech. Right? This is what we this is this is the government of Washington D.C. selling ads on public vehicles like billboards, and then saying to Pam Geller, "Your message, we cannot." We cannot publish. Now, the Supreme Court once again said, we're not going to handle this case, right? Which means the lower court's decision stands, which upholds this clear content discrimination. Now, this is content discrimination on a First Amendment level, quintessential, okay? So here's the deal. If the government sells ads on government property, then they cannot discriminate on the content of those ads. Well, apparently not only did they discriminate based on content, they actually published the statement that said they're discriminating yes. on con- based on content. Yes. They said you can't have issue ads. I mean, that's... Right. Right. That's and, a slam dunk. That's right. a no-brainer. So not a, right. In response to this, they created a policy that banned all. And you said, and it's quote issue-oriented ads. Right. Their only option is to ban all ads. Like we don't. So we don't sell ads. Well, apparently to the Supreme Court, not anymore. Yeah. Because the Supreme Court has now denied certiari, which means the lower court ruling stands. I said that word ruling because I wanted to make a point. We are creating an oligarchy here. Now, what I find is interesting, JC, how many of our justices, and again, this was a denial of certiari without any comments at all. So nobody thought to make the comment that, wait a minute, this is ridiculous, right? Not only do we have a, a, a precedent here, right? So the uh, Washington Metro Authority is also facing a challenge to the ad policy leveled by the Archdiocese of Washington, which tried and failed to run religious ads on the Metro. 
So this one will now go before the Supreme Court as well. So we'll be able to see where the Supreme Court stands on these issue-oriented bans because Washington, D.C. has now said religion is an issue-oriented ad. Now, freedom of press and freedom of speech ought to be enough, but now we're intermingling freedom of religion, and I don't know how the Supreme Court, well... I don't know how the Supreme Court could have denied Pam Geller's case to begin with, but now let's see what they do here. But they, but they essentially, this sends a message. I mean, they're basically sending a message to the, to the lower quote unquote lower courts, so the other federal courts. Not to mention, uh, you know, opponents. Basically, mm-hmm. somebody sees this, and so now old cases, they could sue again. Mm-hmm. And, and know that, well, now the judges are going to rule this way because they know how the Supreme Court's going to go, or they know that, you know, they'll shop for a judge, and they know that the Supreme Court's not going to do anything about it. Well, and that's why they deny certiorari, because what that says is we're not setting a precedent but, here. But they so, know they are. But but they are. You're right. You can By say default, what they, they want to say with their language, but uh, if you know that the Supreme mm-hmm. Court's not going to act on these issues, then that tells... You know, I mean, that sends a message. But here's the thing, JC. Okay, so a lower court uh, federal judge required New York and Washington, D.C. transit authorities to accept an ad that read, quote, in any war between the civilized man and the savage, support the civilized man, support Israel, defeat jihad. Okay, so... um, AFDI won similar lawsuits in New York and Philadelphia. So we have a conflict. But here's the thing. When you said that the Supreme Court has given a message, what they've really done, JC, is denied precedent that's been established for a very long time. This is part of a class that I teach for law enforcement. In 1968, in a case, Carol v. Princess Anne, the Supreme Court said any prior restraint on expression comes to this court with a heavy presumption against its constitutional validity. This denial of, quote, issue-oriented ads is what we call in First Amendment law prior restraint. It is. It comes under the greatest condemnation that the Supreme Court on speech has ever had. Uh, ne- Nebraska Press Association v. Stewart, a case in the Supreme Court from 1976, says prior restraint has an immediate and irreversible sanction. And it, it talks about, we've talked about this before, the chilling effect, right? So prior restraint, what, the, what Washington, D.C. is doing is different than, than governing for, uh, you know, false statements or libelous statements or slanderous statements. Because the court says if you publish something that's libelous, if you publish something that's slanderous, then, uh, or that is alleged to be so, then the court can intervene and make that decision. Mm-hmm. But when you have a situation where the government is saying you can't even publish that. Mm-hmm. You're not even giving due process its day. And it is the most violent attack against freedom of press and freedom of speech. And the court has decisions over and over and over again. Uh, because there is, once again, no due process. And what has happened now, these are just two cases, JC. There's a whole line, a laundry list of cases that all come in this this issue, this 
issue-oriented publications, where the Supreme Court is overturning state and local governments in these prior restraints. And so when they said, we're not going to take this prior restraint case, a court full of justices married to precedent said nothing at all. You want to talk about decades of solid precedent and nothing. Not a peep from the liberal justices who are usually on point for these, these freedom of speech issues. Not a peep from Gorsuch. They have summer vacation coming up? or I have no idea. On? This is crazy. But it's got to be the fact, what's ironic here is that these are issue-oriented bans. These are prior restraint bans. And I got a sneaky feeling that the Supreme Court is refusing the case based on the issue. They don't want to come up against, they don't want to have to side in favor of Pam Geller. And I can't get beyond anything but that conclusion because precedent after precedent after precedent after precedent establishes how the Supreme Court. I mean, my brain is exploding, JC, because we live in a day of judicial supremacy where precedent actually carries more weight than the Constitution itself. And yet, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, so they're closing. They're coming down to the end of the session. Well, you know so they're what? Trying to, they're trying to go on vacation. It, it doesn't matter, JC. <laughs> they could have actually tabled it and said, you know, we're, we're not going to have time to deal with it now. We'll deal with it. It's an important issue. And even, here's my point, JC, even if the denial of certiari was something they wanted to decide to do, why didn't somebody say something about it? Why wasn't there an opinion written like Breyer took the time to write an opinion on a, on a um, oh, I can't remember right off the time of my head. I think it's a, it's a due process Fourth Amendment issue. Why not issue a little blurb? Hey, I don't think we ought to have been denying this case. This is clearly within the realm of, of issue-oriented ads or in the, the realm of prior restraint. And this just, oh, JC, this just opens the doors. Like you said, they didn't actually set a precedent, but they did. And this opens the door for so many state and, and, and local violations and federal government violations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I, I don't know. Maybe we have. I was a- reading the, you know, when they're in session and yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, let's so, talk. Yeah, that sounds like what I thought. They're. They're trying to get ready to go on vacation. That's There's still no excuse because they could have, like I said, tabled it and handled it some other place. They do that all the time. But nonetheless, I do actually believe this has to be an issue thing. It's clearly an issue thing. And and something is happening. Something is happening in the Supreme Court. Uh, it's lost. I, I, I just can't get over the fact that it's just lost. And I don't know how many times we can, you know, simply put new justices on there, and then nothing happens. So, before we leave today, I want to talk about, oops, that's the wrong button. Uh, Mexico has identified 20 
six people who are who they allege are financing the Mexico caravan. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about some issues, some foreign relation issues, uh, and what Chrisanne would do if she was Attorney General. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And it's funny that you just experienced my operator (laughs) error and J.C.'s hot mic moment. (laughs) Giving me his grammar police instruction. (laughs) So I don't know if that came through. If I were. If I were Attorney General. Subjunctive He's my grammar god. (laughs) Don't I have to hate grammar police? That's yep. okay. We're all good. It, Grammar police hate poor people. I know. <laughs> uh, just so you know. Hate them. Oh, my goodness. Stop now. Okay, so um, here we go. Mexico has identified 26 accounts. I should say 26 accounts, including some from the United Kingdom and the U.S., which they allege helped fund the northbound migrant caravans uh, from largely from Central America. Now, they're not releasing the identities of these people. But apparently some come from the U.S. Some come from the U.S. But they, they are, of course, it'll come out, they are recommending uh, it to their attorney general for right. prosecution. Right, exactly. Which that's the big deal of this, it seems mm-hmm. to me. And the big deal, and, and you might be wondering, so what happens if Mexico wants to prosecute Americans? Right. Well, one of two things can actually happen. We have had extradition of treaties with Mexico since 1862. Okay, so since 1862, we've had an extradition uh, treaty with Mexico, which means if some citizens of the United States break a law in Mexico, we have a treaty with you that we will turn those citizens over to you for proper prosecution. Mm. So that's one of the things that could happen by treaty. By treaty, I mean, we made an agreement that says, and by the way, Mexico has honored this agreement historically. Mm-hmm. When we have, we have had Mexican nationals violate laws here who have fled to uh, Mexico, Mexico has sent them back for proper prosecution. So a treaty has to work both ways. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not a treaty. A treaty is a contract that mutually binds both parties. So if Mexico has complied, then we have to comply. Now, what we could do before extraditing these people is if Chris Ann Hall were attorney general, review the evidence that Mexico has. You could prosecute them on the U.S. side because obviously this would break the same, well, similar laws here in America. You could prosecute them here and then punish them here. Or you could prosecute them in, uh, you, you could simply refuse to prosecute them here in the United States and then send them 
to Mexico for prosecution. Ooh. Now, if Chris Ann Hall were attorney general, what would you do? and the evidence that I saw, okay, so it wouldn't just be blanket. The evidence that I saw clearly indicated a violation. Supported a charge. Supported a charge and a trial. I would send them to Mexico for prosecution. Mm -hmm. I would definitely do that. I would honor the treaty. Because right now some people are like, ah, you got to be kidding me, Chris Ann. No way. The human rights violations and blah, 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 blah. You know what? We have a treaty. Don't human traffic. And don't engage in human trafficking. Don't violate the laws of another country. That's the bottom line. Don't try to shield yourself from America by having Mexican bank accounts mm -hmm. in your illegal activity. Right. So they're accused of, of uh, funding human, human trafficking. Yeah. yeah. So if you... If and and by the way, drug cartels. So there, there right. are uh, at least three cartels mentioned in this. So the, the groups that they're sending money to... Which again belies the whole, you know, oh these poor, these poor, uh, you know, poor Mexican, mm -hmm. Central American, blah blah blah, and just looking for a better life and this and that. So it was all tied up with drug cartels and human traffickers, or right. human trafficking organizations right. run by one of one of these three drug cartels that they mentioned. And this was this was a months long uh, investigation by the Mexican financial special financial right. unit special financial investigations unit um you, you know tracking all these stuff tracking the uh, transactions and uh, this is what they found out so even while we were watching all the news going on because mm -hmm. people say oh this is a reaction to what trump has trump pressured mm -hmm. them to do this no they were doing this investigation even while we were watching the caravan happen so you don't like the treaty dissolve the treaty but if the facts are the facts you're then going I to say Mexican you're jail. Going to Mexican jail, buddy. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.